the Game of Business podcast. Proximity is power. Registration for our executive boardroom is still open. To learn more, click the link in the description of this episode. All right. I am very lucky to have this gentleman uh, joining me today, Brian Bradley. Brian has been in the health and fitness arena uh, inside, I believe, the Agoscu method for 31 years and been personally training the man that's over my shoulder up here, this guru of mine, Tony Robbins. And I've got the had the, the pleasure, Brian, to watch you at multiple events around the world over the year as you get a bunch of exhausted people up out of their seat, moving their bodies the right way. Because, you know, as I coach people inside of the business world, um, I make it clear that the first fundamental building block is taking care of your fitness. Because if you are, you know, if you're unhealthy, heavy, overweight, whatever, you won't have the energy to show up inside of the business uh, and, and run your business as powerfully as you could have. So with that, I'm going to turn it over to you so you can help guide us just like you've guided this guy on a journey to uh, maximizing our results inside a business and give us some tips and pointers on, on what we need to do to, to remain healthy and strong. Well, listen, I really appreciate the time. Um, you know, I have another, I have a TV show I have to do today. Uh, with another life coach, which almost uh, 800,000 people we're going to be talking to. And it's about kids and tying the the physical anchor for mental and emotional connection. So that's why I say thank you for having us on here, because the message is so relevant to what's going on in today's society and what's actually missing. Um, I had a picture, and I'll show it to you on my phone, sent to me the other day by one of the Platinum Partners, of a young kid in another country that they they put on a almost like a conch shell like the, his body was shaped like a I mean literally almost upside down and of course the comments are all weird and stuff like that but looking at what the human body goes through and how it can morph itself into what the needs are so again I'm Brian Bradley with Egoscu the Egoscu method been doing it for 31 years with Pete Egoscu partnered up with him three decades ago and it's completely changed my life coming out of university, thinking that I knew everything about the human body when honestly, I was BSing people and not even on purpose. I was BSing them because I was looking at it from the standpoint of if the ankle hurts, let's look at the ankle. If the knee hurts, let's look at the knee. If the shoulder hurts or the jaw hurts, it's gotta be in that area. When in reality, the ankle sprain that you got a month ago two years ago might have manifested itself into a TMJ symptom on the other side. And they're going to look at your jaw and, and, and prescribe an orthotic for your mouth. Mm. When we got to start looking at the whole system. So when I was introduced to Egoscu, it basically was about a whole body system and about taking a person from a musculoskeletal blueprint, which is how the body should look, feet straight, knee straight, shoulder straight, everything hip straight, all that. And so let's compare you to that. So for example, we're all sitting down listening to this, mostly. Or we're working from a standing desk and we think that's actually healthier. What I want you to realize is the posture you take to sitting is the exact posture you're taking to standing. So neither one of those are serving you. And we're gonna blame sitting 
or we're going to blame standing hurts me instead of saying, what body are you taking to standing and sitting? CrossFit, pickleball, they're hurting more people than any sport out there. And we're going to blame CrossFit or pickleball instead of saying, what body did I take to it? Yeah, I look, as, as I got older um, and started getting injured more, I realized it was because I was treating my 30, 40, 50-year-old body like it was when I was 20. And I'm a deconditioned athlete. I don't do athletic stuff every day. So now you're going to ask my 40-something-year-old to, hey, go stretch for five minutes and go play soccer. And, oh, lo and behold, you popped your Achilles. wonder how that happened. <laughs> and you mix that with, um, well, I spend 90% of my day in a chair, including the toilet. And then I'm going to go out and run. And I haven't done any. Oh, you know what? I have the Carol bike here, which is a high-intensity bike. I don't sell them, but I totally support them from a biohacking standpoint because they're an eight-minute bike ride instead of a 48-minute bike ride because we've spent most of our time sitting in a chair built by the lowest bidder. And then we take that body and put it on a bike and we haven't done any interrupt in between. And the interrupt is the key. All my NFL teams, all my MMA fighters, all my pro soccer players, they literally come from, I'm sitting on the bench. I got to all of a sudden get in. Don't worry about it because what I did last night and this morning are serving me right now. Versus, wait, coach, um, I can't go in right now. I've got to get my body straight. There's no time for that. It's like a mother with a baby who's rolling off the, the baby's rolling off the changing table. Mom can't go, don't roll yet because Brian said, get my shoulders back. No, it's got to happen instinctively and naturally. Right. So the reactive happens because you've planned for it over here. You know, we talk about the two millimeter shift. We talk about do just enough to be dangerous or understand things just enough to be dangerous. Well, uh, I'm very dangerous at 55. The stuff that I do in the gym, like what you said, like, well, I don't really train myself like I'm back in my 20s. I do. Literally having done this for 30 years, I probably am training better now at the age of 55 than I was at 25 because my lats aren't trying to make up for what my hips didn't do back then. And now my hip is driving everything. So you've been on the battle ropes before, you know, in the gym doing that kind yep. of stuff. I watch people in the gym do this and I watch their upper back get more rounded and rounded and rounded. And the reason for that is they're, they're, they're moving, they're doing the work, but their upper back is here because their pelvis is barely doing any work to stabilize that. So think of the pelvis as the roots for the tree in your front yard and the tornadoes coming through, but it didn't quite hit your house, but there's hundred mile an hour winds. That tree stood because those roots are three decades deep. Well, Igoscu, provides three decades deep at the hip rather than saying, let's go to the gym and do this. Let's go to the gym and do this. We do those movements on a hip driven, stable position. Now I'll show you some pictures on my Instagram and stuff for you to see this kind of stuff, but very simply, very simply, one of them could be just this. Like here's a picture of a guy. Uh, this is on my, um, I'm just going to show you that picture in the middle real quick. I'll hold it up close. The one with the ankle collapse. The running in the picture, blue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's from a commercial on TV where somebody actually was saying, when you're out running, you're doing your body good. And I'm looking at the ankle completely collapsed in and I'm looking at the vascularity being so stressed 
then in my opinion, you're actually making your body worse. You're actually training a strengthened cocoon around a postural dysfunction. Mm -hmm. And then you wonder why you do pop your Achilles. All I was doing was walking down my stairs. I put my foot down and then I dropped my heel and boom, my Achilles went. But I play 90 minutes of soccer. I wonder why it didn't happen on Tuesday. It just happened to be the wrong rotation in that joint, which means you were not in a position to absorb this. So here's an exercise, for example, that I did the other day. Very simple. And you're welcome for those socks. <laughs> well, look how slow that is. Mm-hmm letting the hip adjust, letting the femur rotate, just doing this, and then moving on to something like this. You see how you're kind of just, I'm just walking on normal all, battle rope, allowing my midfoot. Right? What's that? These are all stabilizer moves, it looks like to me. Huge. And up the chain, it's massive. Well, let's say I was training shoulders that day, and my shoulder was hurting me. I did those too, and my shoulder pain went away. Why is that? Because it took you back to this blueprint and said, if your central, almost said central nervous system, if your central part of your body, I'll call it the, um, the circuit breaker, that long muscle in the middle that goes up to the spine, three, four layers deep that you can't touch called the psoas, if it's not balanced and lengthened, if it's short, tight, and weak on one side versus the other because you sprained the ankle over here 10 years ago and did nothing about it, that's creating an abnormal pull on your spine. And now every move you make in the gym is causing a reaction up the chain and all of a sudden your head sits like this. And then you're going, why is my jaw hurt? Why do I have chronic headaches? Why do I get stressed out of my gourd when my business isn't doing what it's supposed to do? How about because you're making JP's job harder because you're walking into a business meeting in a non-congruent fashion. Mm -hmm. So when I say like training for war, training for sports, it's no different than training for your business. And the stages that I'm on every year, what was it, almost 5.5 million people last year, virtual and in person, and it's probably going to double this year. Whether I'm looking at 800,000 today on a TV show, or I'm looking at however many thousands are watching yours, I don't know the numbers, but I don't care if it's just you and me. I need to make an impact on you so that your audience says, okay, wait a minute. There's no way he would have this guy on there if he wasn't qualified to be passing information. I'll be seeing Tony and Sage in a couple days at their house because they value when I'm in town for Date with Destiny that, hey, can we get some time with you? And it's so funny because, you know, Tony's the man, but he's so shy on asking. Hey, do you have some time for me? Uh, yeah, I kind of do. I'll make some time. <laughs> right. Yeah. So um, let's say, you know, I, we're, we're dealing with busy entrepreneurs here and, you know, varying degrees of I'm going to work out an hour a day. I'm, I'm going to work out three hours a week. I'm going to work out 30 minutes a week. I can't work out all different various spectrums. Right. Yep. But if we're going to impress upon people that you need to get your body moving in some way, what are some, some small, uh, we talked two millimeter adjustments. So let's start with the first guy that the person who is the non mover, 
what's the two millimeter adjustment <clears throat> he can make to take that first step? Or is that too broad of a question for you? No, in fact, it's such a good question that the answer is don't separate them. All don't. of them could be doing the same type of interrupt until they finally make a decision and say, I'm not just going to work from a generic idea that Agoscu puts out because I have some Agoscu anywhere exercises, you know, arm circles, elbow curls, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. All done with what? Just with your feet. Weight. Well, with your feet straight and slightly turned in. That's the one thing that I will not vary on. That's the critical event that must happen so that I can actually get you to balance out that muscle. So it's like looking at business. There are some fundamentals that you can't fray from. If you, if you go away from this, I don't care what you're doing over here. You've skipped, you skipped covering up the, the spray paint and fixing the windows in New York City, and you're trying to fix it by doing something else. That didn't work for decades. You got to get the basics and the fundamentals down. And one of them is get your feet straight during the exercises. So why don't we do this? Um, people listening to this or uh, watching both? Both. Mostly okay. listening, but we, we are putting it up on YouTube too. Okay. Well, I would suggest everybody goes to YouTube for this part, at least for this part. Are you able to, with your headphones on, able to stand up and do something? I think so. Okay. I don't know if you're going to be able to see me. I'm going to move just my camera here. No, you're good. You're, you're actually good. Probably I'd tilt the camera. You my body, didn't you? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> you, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Me. Okay, so just stand right there okay. and just close your eyes and think about where your body weight is from left to right. So everybody that's watching this, you would stand up, you would take your shoes off, you would close your eyes. Where's your body weight from left to right? Where is it from front to back? What do you feel? I feel uh, more on my heels and the inner part of my feet. Now let's just keep your eyes closed. Let's use the metaphor of the weights in my heels, but I want to go forward. You're already a second behind. Do you feel that? Mm -hmm. So you wouldn't go through your life or your business like that. So why would you do that with your physiological life? And then you feel one side's carrying more weight than the other? It's, it's fairly balanced, maybe 55, okay. 45 to the left. Yeah, it's okay. We're, we're okay with that. My goal without doing anything of you consciously shifting would be to pull the weight out of your heels. So now do me a favor, turn your, turn your toes in 45 degrees. Literally your toes are, your heels are out 45 degrees. Okay. And now very lightly, tighten up your thighs slowly and push them back. So you're going to try to lock your knees out. Do you feel all that stuck your butt out a little bit? Yep. Keep the weight on the inside of the foot. Don't let it roll out like an ankle sprain. Interlace your hands behind your head like this. Drop your shoulders and pull your elbows back. Now hold that, and I'm gonna have you hold this for about 30 seconds. This could be a very quick interrupt that everybody could do. And by you turning your feet in 45 degrees, because of the attachment of that muscle, we're literally putting a length tension on that by turning it in, that psoas is going, oh, you want me to start doing some work, I get it. And because we have both feet turned in, it's bilateral demand, which is very important to balance. And the whole keeping time your, we're keeping our uh, quads flexed? Yep, your quads flexed. 
shoulders down, elbows back. And it'll feel like your butt is sticking out. Yep. And the, the cool part about this is you don't have a lot of room in this area where you're filming, but you don't need a lot of room to get this done. So give me 10 more seconds. That'll make almost a minute. Okay, now shake it out. Put your feet back to normal. <clears throat> now, right away, I observe things. You are going to feel things. Where's your body weight with your eyes closed, left to right, front to back? Um, feels like it's, well, it's definitely more on the, um, the pads of my toes, uh, the outside actual pads of my toes more. What's the assumption we can make when I put you back in the chair? Um, I'm probably going to be leaning forward, ready for action. You're taking a better body to the same chair built by the lowest bidder. So have a seat. Everybody sit down after doing that. And I want you to sit normal in your chair. Now, what feels different about the chair or the position you're in? I just, I feel like I'm sitting up more erect. Um, with, with no effort. With no effort, you're right. So imagine when we can get your body into this position 24 seven, which is where I live. And all of a sudden it's, I gotta defend myself, I'm ready. I gotta play a sport, I'm ready. I gotta walk on a battle rope, I'm ready. I've gotta pick up my kid and console him after a college soccer game loss. I'm ready, you know, because, and I say that because <clears throat> everybody talks physiological, but if you're not congruent physiologically, rotated, offset, unbalanced, I dare you to be congruent in your emotional and mental state. It's not possible. You're off in a certain degree. It may be one degree, it may be 50%, but you're not congruent where you could be, where you don't react. You're already proactively there going, boom, something happens, you need to go, I got it. And it could be some serious shit, you know, business loss or whatever. You you hired a person and you waited for them for a month to start. And two days before that, they tell you, I took something else. Well, then you you go right into what, what if, what if, what if you start seeing a future that's not compelling because you're living in the past. Thank you for not coming on board and making me deal with this a year from now. I'm glad I found out early. Now let's go find the right person. Right. You know, it's just a an NLP reset <clears throat> where you have to kind of look at opportunity as, you know, the lemons to lemonade, but it's it truly is that where you could but that's impossible when you come from an unbalanced angry physiological mental emotional position. Yeah, so if I'm we're all more business owners on this entrepreneurs and we're sitting like you said in this chair built by the lowest bidder and this chair really is um is i can hear the things rattling around in it but i feel more comfortable in this chair already um how number one i'm gonna ask and maybe it, it, i'm just gonna ask out of curiosity how long is this gonna last me feeling this way um should i be setting a timer throughout the day to, to go do that 30 or 60 second exercise. And that psoas has been a real bitch in my life. <laughs> I understand this. So just the fact I'm sitting up in a different posture already is telling me something, something happened down in that area. 
Lisa, that's that's the story I'm telling myself right now. No, no, no. It's not even just a story. It is a true story because, first of all, it's your story. It's true. It's perceived by you to be true. So we can't argue that point. That's how you feel. I tap into this all the time. That's why I didn't say to you, how do you feel sitting? I said, what's different about your sitting now? Because I'm trying to tie you into, oh, you want to know what's different. Well, I don't feel as uncomfortable. Oh, I feel more balanced. Oh, I feel this. Again, that's using the right language. Because when somebody comes in with a chronic level 10 pain and you ask them how they feel and the pain is still there, but it was a 10 and now it's a two and they say, mm, I still feel the same. Is Are a lot of lower back issues related to the psoas pulling forward? Not pulling that? forward. They're, just stop the sentence that related to the psoas. Okay. And it's, it's, uh, is, it is, is it because the circuit the breaker. Because it, and what's the physiological reason beyond that? Um, um, well, it, there's physiological and then there's emotional. So, you know, thoughts become cellular. And when somebody says, oh, I, you know, I feel it in my gut or my gut told me this, your gut is part of this whole internal system in the sense of how this muscle, and I'm not going to tie everything into this because your trap is just as important as your bicep as, as much as your multipedi and your QL as much as your psoas as it relates to holding you up straight musculoskeletally. The balance of the bones comes from the balance of the muscles. When you lose the ability for the circuit breaker, the psoas, to be balanced, then everything starts its compensatory process. And very smartly. So when I show you this picture, tell me what you would say, like if I said to you, is this guy's posture off? Would you say, if I said, we're going to become therapists right now, what does that posture look like? What would you tell me? His shoulders are rolled forward. Big time, right? Yep. What would you tell me about this guy? He's standing erect. He's, he's that, got good posture. And that's the same guy 12 minutes later after he did his menu. No shit. <laughs> Thank God he had that tattoo on his shoulder because it doesn't even look real. Yeah, that's a 58 year old Ironman triathlete who says, I want next level platinum partner. I want next level. I want power of proximity. I want to be as close as possible to your guru. I want to be the next level, blah, blah, blah. His answer to me was, I've lost all my personal records, my PRs. I'm not even able to shoot for those anymore. And I said, what are you talking about? It should be easier the older you get because you're competing in an older age group. You could be kicking butt. He's like, well, okay. And I said, I'm going to give you the unfair advantage. Just go do the therapy. My therapist brought him back. They took these pictures. And to him, he said, how long will it last? And I said, well, well, what if we opened up a window of an hour? And then it started closing. But the window never really shut again. Now there's air coming in and the air is function. The next day we do it, the window opens up. It closes again. But now we're that far from where we started. And eventually in a week, we're a full window being open. But you, you realize that the, the functional movement that we do, and we invented this world 30 some, 40 some years ago, talking to people about corrective exercise and functional movement, we were laughed at. But we stayed the course because we said, we know what the truth of biomechanics is all about. It's like I was given, I'm not joking when I tell you this, I'm so thankful, right? I'm so thankful that I was given the opportunity to run into a crazy Marine, Peter Goscue, 
coming out of Vietnam, I didn't run into him then. I was actually born then. He was coming <laughs> out of Vietnam and realized in 71, I've got to fix myself because these guys really don't know it. That's not what their specialty is. Fixed himself from his injuries, meaning they had to sew him up. The artist had to do the work on all the injuries and the blow up of this and blah, blah, blah. But when you start thinking about PTSD um, and the, uh, the traumatic brain injuries from people in the military, in football and everything else, we believe that when you put the head in a different position by the spine putting it there, it's just as important as you and your business people feeling balanced in the chair built by the lowest bidder. You're all the same athlete to me. One of you just has a TBI and the other one doesn't. But we're all dumb enough, snowboarding, skiing, snowmobiling, biking, and we go, you know, I have pictures up here racing the U.S. Nationals for downhill mountain biking when I hit a tree at 62 miles an hour. Ah. The tree didn't move. That's why I moved over to pickleball and ping pong. It's a lot safer. <laughs> but when you think about it, we do stupid stuff. We put ourselves through it. That's why our body was designed to go through this stuff, but it's also designed to heal. And I just showed you just a quick interrupt versus when your people say, no, there's got to be more to this. You know, that's why the pain-free book's out over here. You know, I have the old version up there. Millions and millions of people just work from the book. That's fine. So the pain-free book will give us moves like you just gave me today. 100%. Okay. 100%. Yeah, like, look, it's a, um, you know, this is the book we're talking about. But I'm going to read you something. Okay. A disclaimer about disclaimers. This is from Pete. It has become obligatory for health books to carry a legal disclaimer. You've read them. The following advice is not intended to substitute for the advice of a physician. And they go on and on to recommend that you consult your doctor about embarking on whatever program is being offered. And we love docs. I refer people over to them. They refer people to us all the time. So this is not a, your doctor's wrong. That's not it. They're a healer. Right. If you find one who's amazing, keep them in your circle of, of health. They conclude with the author and publisher disclaiming any legal responsibility for any adverse consequences. If you feel the disclaimers, you feel like you need the disclaimers protection, close this book, leave the pages unread and put it back on the shelf. My working principle, Peter Goskew, as an author and exercise therapist is that the most important consultation is the one you have with yourself. Healthcare starts with personal responsibility. If it doesn't make sense, don't do it. But if it makes sense, cannonball into the freaking swimming pool. I, you know, you, you say that I, when I did my, I popped my Achilles, the first piece of advice I got from this doctor was, um, don't do the surgery, let it heal on its own. And he had a protocol for that. And it was amazing. Right. Then he sets me up with a physical therapist which I went twice and went, this is like my grandma's physical therapist. This isn't working for me. So I went on YouTube and I looked at all these different ways to stretch and strengthen and PT the, the Achilles. And then I went to my swimming pool at the gym and I started stre strengthening by doing one-legged lift lifts in four feet of water or right up to here right 50 percent. i had to weight. put i had to put my in the beginning i had to put my arms on the side of the pool and push myself up to be able to even lift it up right 
And then over time, I was able to then walk on my toes across the length of the Olympic pool and back, right? And then, um, and then it was go up the stairs and do the leg lifts in shallower water, right? And I went to the doctor and he said, so how's your physical therapy going? And I said, I quit. And he went, what? You can't do that. And I said, I didn't say I wasn't doing physical therapy. I'm just doing it on my own. Here's what I'm doing. And he went, brilliant. Because I was taking my health into my own hands. Maybe I should have. <laughs> Once again, here's a disclaimer. Don't do this. Uh, I'm not a doctor. I'm only playing one on this podcast. Um, but I, I saw how functionally I was supposed to get the strength back into it. And I was going to do it in a manner that wasn't going to hurt myself, but was going to get me further faster than the grandma's method. And listen, I have two physical therapists that live two houses down. I have another one that lives up the hill. We're all good friends. Uh, Thanksgiving at our houses, we switch out every once in a while. And um, I always start the argument. Because I go, hey, guys, just a quick question for you. It's another Thanksgiving, another Christmas. Do you guys still believe that posture doesn't matter? Because as a field, you'll hear our studies show that posture doesn't matter. Now, what that means is they're, they're not wrong by what they're saying. They're just not qualifying that, but they're telling that to a patient when it's really doing them a disservice. So for you, I would say, listen, you blew out your Achilles. Number one question is, how and why did it blow out? Number two, you trusted your instincts. You got it balanced again. You feel good. You, you focus on that. What did you do now for the hip that shut down to protect the Achilles once it blew out? Because neurologically, your hip says, whoa, 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 start unplugging circuits because we have a serious overload over here. And it very smartly does that. The problem is nobody's there to plug these back in. That's where your good physical therapist comes from. Right. So for those of you out there, I have three physical therapists that I'm good friends with. And I sent my son when he broke his fifth metatarsal in his foot in, in a UCLA game. And I just said, I'm so happy you blew out your foot. He's like, what? And I'm like, well, it gives you a chance to get functional. And I know he'd only listen to me to a certain point. But in my circle of influence, I have another physical therapist who did another method, which kind of falls in line with what we do a little bit. And he started hearing stuff from that physical therapist going, man, you're so lucky to have a dad like yours. You should really be listening. So I used him as another tool for my son to really wake up into, look what your dad does. Look who he works with. I can't believe you don't listen to him. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, let a village raise your kid, right? Like, you know, that we, we need some input from everywhere. Well, the client slash patient, mine is client, theirs is patient. Um, I like it from the standpoint of, well, JP, you're um, in there doing all this stuff. Great. Um, that lower back symptom that you go to bed with every once in a while and the shoulder and neck tightness that you chronically have are due to the hip never turning back on after that Achilles tendon stuff. Now, listen, I'm going to tell people on the show, I took a stab at your symptoms right now, but I will bet 100 to 1 I'm right about you having certain symptoms that you just think are part of well, I'm in my 50s or late 40s and I should be having these when I don't deal with any of them. Right. You're absolutely right. I have a, uh, interesting, my Achilles is on the left, but my hip issue is also on the left. So I'm wondering if for a while there, I might've had a, a right knee issue that came from that. 
but then yeah i've got my the right side of my neck it 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 fires once in a while and right now i'm coming out of a phase where it's been pretty tight and and i've got in my right scap there's like a knot always sitting in there not always but you know 80% of the time close enough to always so what would what would something like this do What would something like that do? You don't have to have all the snowflakes and stuff. <laughs> Possibly do to help you do something like this after. And I'm sorry about being sleeveless in here, but that's the most skin you're going to see. But that was what I did after the work so that my hip drove. Watch my hip drop. It's a hip movement. My arm moves with it. Well, when you're playing pickleball or table tennis or throwing a punch, this cannot throw until I do this, meaning right. my hip already turned and then my arm came through. Golf swing. My hip from up here, I'm here, and all of a sudden my hip goes turn, 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 turn as the arm's coming through. My hip is already looking as my club head hits the ball. So my hip went, then my arms went working with Conor McGregor when he was fighting Cowboy. I got him 12 days before the Cowboy fight. But this is the posture that I pulled off of his fight with Khabib and said, hey, just a quick question for you. And I'm not trying to upset you. So don't hit me. Yeah. Who won that fight? Oh my God. Look at that shoulder position versus Khabib's. Yeah. So I said, look, Khabib cheated. Well, Khabib didn't really cheat. He didn't really cheat, but I got his attention by saying that. But when you can walk in and make a, make a guy look like this, I got him right before the green shorts. I had him for 12 days doing the exercises and look at the postural difference. And he punched the guy in the face with his shoulder because he finally understood my body's not serving me when I'm here. I'm going to move it back to a position doing these exercises, then get my hip to come through, drive my shoulder right into his face and broke his nose. I listen, I'm not a fan of violence. I don't like this. I don't like the sound of fist on face, all that stuff. It's a beautiful sport. You don't need it. Don't it need is a beautiful me. sport. It's a beautiful <laughs> sport, but it's one of these things where I, um, I'm in love with the wrestling and the jujitsu of it because it's more submission stuff. I don't like the broken bones and all that stuff, but people love this. He's the best in the world. My, my goal was to allow his body to serve him for the work that Tony was doing with him on the mental emotional. Right. And without that physical as the base of the triangle, there's a disconnect, there's an air leak, there's a hole, you're going to fall right into it. Yes. And I'm, as I'm seeing this, uh, Brian, I'm also seeing that if your posture's out of a line and you're hunched over in like this, just by default, your state is down and you're leaking energy. Am I missing the point on this? No, you're not missing the point. Um, in fact, it's, it's a little, let's go deeper. You have no energy. You have no congruent, authentic, instinctual energy. You have to manifest it. I'm going into this meeting. Here we go. <sighs> and meanwhile, what you're really saying is, I'm so fearful that I'm not going to be enough. When in reality, pardon my language, I walk into this meeting, I'm like this, I fucking own this meeting. You will do what I tell you to do or ask you to do, and it's going to be your idea. Like your listeners. 
you're going to do these exercises whether you like them or not. That's what I'm, I'm hoping. But I'm hoping through education that it becomes a belief. Not, gee, it's another guy teaching you exercises. No, uh, literally, I'm the world's expert. It's that simple. And I'm, when I say I, let me change that. I was given the opportunity to become that because of what Pete Agoscu paved for everybody that's in our method. The method takes you to another level where it's no longer about me. And it was, oh, it was bigger, stronger, faster, blah, 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 blah. Insignificant. I got to be, I got to fight for my significance. Now I just couldn't give two hoots. You know, I'm the 50-year-old fat guy that's going to teach you how to be in the best shape of your life. Not because we're going to talk about diet. I'll let the experts deal with that. I have some people that I'll refer you out to. But we're going to talk about, hey, why we do the biocharger, why we do this, why I cold plunge every day, why I have the infrared sauna, why I have the Normatex. All of those biohacking things are great. But if Egoscu is not in the center of them, you're getting about a 50% return. And that's yeah, unacceptable. I, I'm just, as I'm still sitting in this chair, I, I'm going to go back and watch the beginning of this video till now. I'm even, so, so I look at fitness being the fundamental and then faith is the second piece. And inside of my faith for me when I, is I meditate. And what happens when I meditate? Well, sometimes when I'm sitting in that cross-legged structure, I'm like, fuck, my back hurts. Oh, this sucks. <laughs> I'm just sitting here in this chair going, if I just do 60 seconds to get my body aligned before my meditation, how much more deeper and powerful is my meditation going to be? Yeah, because you're not thinking about going to here. And by the way, guys, your diaphragm sits at the base of your rib cage. So your heart and lungs are up here. Your diaphragm sits here. It contracts downward to create a negative pressure in your lungs to suck more air in. Negative wants to be filled with positive. We just went through something for the past three, four years that's kind of important to lung tissue and breathing. So I used to tell people, train for the sport of COVID because you're not going to avoid it. Why don't you take a different body to COVID? Take a different body to meditation. Allow Master Co's stuff to go deeper because your body's no longer fighting you. Yes. Your pelvis drives everything. And when you can wake that up as the root cause of dysfunction, then your TMJ, your shoulder, everything drops into place. So I go to a gym mainly because I look for some stuff socially to do. I want to strengthen my body for pickleball, go into a higher level with that. I know it's, you can chuckle, but I get in there and now I have all the trainers coming up. They're like, dude, like, what are you training for? And I said, well, I said, it's pretty harsh. They're like, what do you mean? Like MMA, this, I go, I play ping pong and pickleball. And they're like, what? <laughs> but I'm really training for light so that I can sit here and then have another Zoom right after this for a client in uh, England, because we see people from all over the world and I get to see their house this way. Let me see how your body is interacting with the environment you're in. I love it more than in-person therapy. Secondarily, I also get to hear Okay, now we have another show today where we're going to do an almost a million people. I'm going to carry the same body into it because I trained for it yesterday. I don't need to go, okay, I'm getting ready to play sports, so I'm going to stretch out my Achilles and wonder why I blew it out in the first place. So going back to your analogy, your window is open right now. 100%. Because, because you do this daily, still a daily practice for you? 
Only on the days I brush my teeth. <laughs> so, so about every third day. Um, well, I am from Pennsylvania. So yeah, that might be two, three days a week, but I'm, I'm, I'm living in Southern California now. I'm more refined, I guess. I okay. guess, you know, he's got that vegan health style, healthy lifestyle going. Um, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> hey, I live in Texas, man. Vegans are not allowed in here. I don't think so. Well, I tell people I'm vegetarian, but I let the cow eat the vegetables. Then I eat the cow. So I use a middleman. <laughs> That's perfect. Distribution. Um, well, that was a pattern interrupt because I had a really good question to ask you. <laughs> Um, oh, so um, one of the things I do in, in, in for myself, and, and I and I have an app that I share with clients is, you know, scoring yourself across these these func these areas that I talked about. Now, one of them is you get a point for sweat. Now, I want people to just get moving in the morning, right? I don't need you to go do your forty five minute workout in the morning. You can do that whenever you want. Sometimes it works out best to do it in the morning. Sometimes, hey, I just need to get going. And I'm seeing just the way I'm sitting in this chair, feeling in this chair, the power of doing something like you did, that took us 60 seconds. But is there something in that book? I'm assuming there is, or online that's like a five-minute morning routine ritual that gets us firing and gets us moving so that we can open that window a little bit for those of us that our windows shut. Uh, here's just some exercises from the book. They're in there all through different chapters, the knee section, the back section, you know, here's a uh, position on hips. Then it'll go to spine, talk about discs and all that stuff. There's, there's exercises in there. The question you have to ask yourself is how do you want to learn? So look for my goal, I'm a business guy, right? So as an owner of a Goscue, I look at this and say, yeah, Brian, you can go out and put your pretty face everywhere on webcam. You can talk to a million people. But what's my goal? My goal is for every single one of you to go, I feel connected to you and to your people and to the method. What's next? And this is the first step. No problem. I'll support you on getting the book. It only helps. I'm going to create a zealot. You're going to create a zealot, a raving fan, just by reading the book and understanding Peter Gosky's philosophy. Great. I'm not a book person who says, I want to read something and then do that. Uh, one of my favorite books is Chet Holmes' book. I would love to sit down with Chet Holmes. You know, that's not possible, right? But the book is there and his wife's doing some great work and all these different things. Okay, great. I would, you know, I'd love to have five minutes with him. Well, go back to look at old videos with him and Tony and things like that. The next step is, well, I'm going to dive deep into, I'm going to sign up for 10 courses. That's what I'm looking at with people is for them to come in and say, this makes sense. What can I do for myself in, in an investment in myself? And that's where we have the Zoom therapies and the other stuff. But in the interim, I'm not here to sell people. I'm here to, Chet Holmes, educate people so that they can understand and make an informed decision going, I want next level. I want the power of proximity. And I want to be close with the guy that, if they're fans of Tony, that keeps this guy functional to make Billy, his personal trainer, make his job easier. Right. So- you guys are Ferraris. I'm the guy that walks over and puts the thing into the, into the port and says, you're throwing a code here. Let's fix that code. Do this, do this, do this. And by the way, that tire needs to be changed. And if you're changing one, you're changing four. Because the Ferrari doesn't need to be running on a new tire and three that are 7,000 miles in. It's going to get expensive for that kind of stuff. But nobody's going to be 
you're not filling your gas tank halfway up and then halfway with water. You're putting fuel in there. And that's why like in the morning, I'll do bulletproof coffee every day for five years. I'm reading 25 books a year because of it. It completely changed the way my brain works. You cannot tell me, I don't care what research you're going to come up with now, that this is bad for you. I'm sorry, guys. My anecdotal study on myself exploded my brain. The next is why I do certain supplements. The next is why I ride the bike after doing the cold plunge. Because the Japanese study showed that when you cold plunge for three to five minutes, 34 degrees, your body moves into this stressor standpoint, then it goes from sympathetic to parasympathetic. Your body learned how to deal with the high levels of cortisol reaction. Great. Now, when you exercise that, it's a whole different metabolic discovery. And that's my goal is to get the metabolic discovery to happen through the least amount of effort. You want me in your healthcare corner. I promise you that. Not because Brian knows more or Egoscu knows more than anybody else. That's not true. But I'd like to hear, so you went and had your prostate looked at and this done and this done and this done. Yes. Come on. What'd you learn? Well, my doctor told me this and I did this. Great. Did you ask him this question? Did you ask her this question? No, I didn't. That's why you want us around you. Because I've been brought up for 30 years with Pete Agoscu to question everything. Because what's being studied now in five years will be obsolete in most fields. Mm -hmm. yeah. Whereas the truth in the human body is, this is the truth. And if you, if you change from this, then of course your breathing's off. And how many times a day do you think you're taking a breath in? What's the average? I don't know. Uh, let me see. <laughs> 1,500. 22,000 plus. <laughs> okay. So that's a little off. <laughs> 20, it's okay. But how are you breathing is kind of important, not just how many are you getting. So, what is the number? What? 22,000 breaths, very important. Why? Well, let me tell you what it's doing for you. But how is the most important? How are you breathing? All of this means nothing. If you're north and south breathing versus east and west breathing, which means you better turn on the circuit breaker or sitting right above that, the, the, the umbrella-shaped diaphragm is no longer moving and contracting downward, which, by the way, compresses internal organs, and you'll start pooping better. Because now your breathing creates that intra-abdominal pressure, which feels like you're breathing with your diaphragm coming out, but all it is is pressure being downward as more air is coming into the lungs. This is no longer about put your body in the right alignment because we think it's important. This is about your health requires you to be in the right position. Your health. So somebody said to me, I have cancer. Congratulations. Clip. Well, what do you mean congratulations? Well, without cancer, you wouldn't be talking to me. Because if I can get you, my brother-in-law does lung cancer extraction at Duke. And he gives the pain-free book to people. And they come back and say, yeah, I'm breathing better, but holy cow, my back pain's gone. I've had it for 40 years. Because in his mindset, it's, why do I want you dealing with back pain when we're focused on your lung cancer? Like, it's, there's ways for you to 
brush and floss your teeth and then let the dentist do the total health of your gums and deep, deep roots. Right. So if I can uh, put a bow on this for us a little bit here, it, to me, the one thing is, and I, and I believe I, uh, I'm stealing this from Tony, not stealing it. I'm borrowing it with permission. He wouldn't <laughs> yes, exactly. implied, implied permission. And, and it's basically, if you want what somebody already has, has model them and take their years or decades of experience and get it done in months or a year for yourself. And so I see, I'm talking with a man who's got 31 years of experience doing this, 29 years with a guy who I know specifically will not deal with second best. And if you've been with him for 29 years, it tells me that you're not second best, um, which means you might be onto something here. You might well, be onto remember, something here. I luckily ran into a guy who almost died in Vietnam. Something gave him the gift to say, what if it's not meant to be this and it's meant to be something else? Right. And when he started to really, he got curious. And if we lose curiosity and we just go to black and white facts that we've created, facts, we're in trouble. You got to be curious. There's something else out there. And I want people to see this. If you are somebody who's obese, you just watch me do something for a minute. Now, there are some people out there that that's going to cause you to sweat and cause you to breathe heavily. Awesome. It's a minute of your life, but I'm telling you, I'm already sitting up. We didn't pre-plan this. I'm feeling better about it. I also am seeing that if you're somebody who is a deconditioned athlete, hey, I work out five to seven times a week, multiple times a day sometimes. I enjoy it. That's part of my, my way to get my mind going. I can see how much better I'm going to show up by being in align, alignment. I know that I've suffered personally from this psoas issue, not really understanding. And I'm sure you mentioned it um, when we're when I'm watching you up on that stage and it didn't sink in the way it's sinking in now. And why? Because I wasn't on my home playing field. You nailed it with these Zoom calls. I'm sitting in the, the POS chair that I always sit in. And all of a sudden I'm like, this chair feels pretty comfortable right now. Um, where it never has, I'm always always shifting myself around, sitting on a foot, trying to find a way to get comfortable. I've been sitting here now for about a half hour with you, just going, I feel great. This chair feels great. So, so you answered your see, own question. So I can see as a, somebody in my sh place that works out how my workouts are going to be better because I'm going to be aligned. The reason I've suffered a couple of shoulder injuries this year doing bench presses with dumbbells, not with barbells, dumbbells is because my body was probably not aligned and getting those 90 pound, hundred pound dumbbells up causes my shoulders to pop out of how, whatever happened to them. I don't know, but it sets me back, but I can see that this, you know, exactly what happened to them. Now, if we rewind this, my Achilles my hips been bothering me, my knee on the opposite side. Why couldn't you put that same thought process into maybe my shoulder is compensating for what is happening down below? Because remember, when you walk, your left leg comes forward and so does your right arm. Then you go, my right, my right leg comes forward and so does my left arm. My son did a 200-meter run I'll let you go after this because I know, look, I could be on here for hours just talking no, this about is this. Great. I gave my son such an unfair advantage growing up because 
we went to the park up the street or on the other side of the streets. And I'd sit there for two, three hours and let him play in the park. And he's like, are you ready to go? And I go, you want to leave? He's like, no. And I go, okay, go play. It acclimated him to every race and gender on the planet. It, so I didn't have to do any work there. And then physiologically, when nobody else was around, I'd go into the park and play with them. Running, jumping, climbing, hopping. Some guy just got a hold of me from the UK and said, what do I do for my, for my son to do what your son did? Look at my son's pictures. His feet are flat. I said, get out of the way, but take him to the park and reward him for playing in the park. Don't go, I'm taking you to the park because you're broken. I'm taking you to the park because I'm the coolest dad on the planet. You can stay for two hours. And, and we're going to go to Target after this, and I'm going to buy you a new action figure because you put time into the park. Wait, what? I get to play, and my dad's rewarding me. I do have the coolest dad on the planet, so that was solved. Secondly, you, you reward this kid during COVID, my kid, 12 hours on the Xbox so he could stay in touch with his friends during COVID, all locked down. I did it for emotional. I said, you want another hour? Yes. Great. You can have 13 hours on Xbox, but you owe me an hour of functional stuff. He came out of X, he came out of COVID bigger, faster, stronger and still connected to all of his friends, COVID didn't shut him down. So here he is at 14, running a 200, millimeter, 200 <laughs> meter run, never have run track before. And he said to me, how do I win this? And I said, pump your arms, your legs will catch up. So he's oh, in the back yeah. on the inside, first 200 meter run against kids that were in track at 14. And he wins by 45 meters. Because all I said was pump your arms. So for you, your shoulder injury is analogous with maybe the shoulders trying to do its job, but on a torso that's slightly rotated or offset because what's not happening at the root system below. Right. And you so sold me, I, you sold me, brother. I, I'm going to start off with pain-free. Um, and I, I'm going to assume you've got some pretty killer YouTube stuff out there as well. Is that true? I have no idea. I have okay. a, I have a lot of stuff on my um on Egoscu Instagram and then um on Facebook stuff like that. And I know a lot of people aren't really into some social media stuff, but trust me when I tell you, go here. It's well worth it to go in and learn just off of something like, okay, this was a boring one. You won't really get into this, but this is what's behind me. As we, it's a lecture for fifteen minutes on what gate analysis is like we went through each phase of the gate in a very simplistic way for a client to understand it but also practitioners to go it's genius and like, that was on your personal facebook page that's on my on my facebook and my instagram page under the brian bradley now the brian bradley was used because brian bradley was taken and the guy wouldn't sell it to me so i had to put the in front of it to make it sound like it's more important um, but the other one is the Agoscu method or Agoscu method. It's up here. You guys know how to spell yep. it. I encourage, and listen, I answer all my own DMs. Just let me know you came from this podcast. I'll at least know what we discussed. Hey, what about me? You can send me a picture on there. I'll take a look at it. I'll send it back. I really have nothing else to do, but talk. That's what right. I do. And now are you personally doing uh, virtual training then as well? I, I, you used to, I don't know if you still do years ago, but you used to have uh, locations around the country. 
Agassi we still do. Andrew. Okay. Yeah, we have uh, like 20, I think we have 27 or 28 worldwide. I had a couple of them who went through COVID, made it through COVID, best months during COVID. And then once COVID was over, it's like they lost their mind. Like, I don't know what happened to these people. So I'm, I'm slowly replacing these different places with new uh, owners coming in because we franchise this out. But it's kind of fun because even my franchisees, they sound like me, probably a lot nicer, but they, they sound like me in the sense of we have one blueprint that we look at and we don't deviate from that. That's why in my clinics, you won't see this, this, the cold plunge, all that stuff. This is my house. So I surround myself with stuff that I think is good for me. I'm big into the biohacking world to speak at all of these events, but without it, I'd only be receiving 40, 50%. And I have uh, that kind of ROI for the effort I put forward is unacceptable. Right. All right. Hey, Brian, thank you so much for your time. Um, I've really enjoyed connecting with you. And as I get feedback, I'll definitely forward it on to you. And, um, you know, as, as things arise, maybe we'll be uh, connecting again on something. And I just appreciate you for your time. Not a problem. I'll put it out there that uh, 2023 is coming we might want to look at doing this again, January, February, to check in with people where they are in their New Year's resolutions. And I can give them some stuff or some ideas or thought processes to ask a better question, add something physiological. By that point, they should have already read the book or already hooked up with my therapist. And, and we can open it up to Q and A. I'm just putting it out there. I mean, I love, no, I, I, I love the idea because, you know, last year, so I always set tar targets across those four F's that I was telling you about last year. I don't even remember what my, my Q1 target and fitness was, but it wasn't working. And so as I lay there at the beginning of February, about the second <laughs> week of February, and I'm sitting there going, um, I thought I've got to do something. You know what? I'm going to start 75 hard on Monday. And this was like on a Tuesday. So I ate like shit on Tuesday, Wednesday night, I'm laying in bed, ate like shit again. And I'm like, oh, I'm not counting it up. Okay. I got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I got four more days to eat like shit before I start the 75 hard. And then I went, you lazy motherfucker. <laughs> I said, when would tomorrow be a good time to start this? And I went, yeah. tomorrow would be a good time to start. So I got exactly. up, I weighed myself 199.8 was the heaviest I've ever been. I did not crack the 200 mark. Um, and I did it. I did the 75 hard and that got me back into fighting shape and I've been able to maintain it. But where I can see right now, my last sales pitch for everybody, for you is just the way my body feels after 60 seconds, I'm buying the book. I'm integrating this into my own physical, my own fitness. And I would love to be uh, somebody's reporting back to you in February, my results and sharing with this group. And, and I'll get some people on here for a zoom call. It'd be great. Yeah. Why not? I mean, why not put it out there, but guys, I'm going to introduce you to Samson because I'm going to show you, Hey Sam, say hello. You're on TV. That's yeah, good. Take a hike <laughs> because I use this picture a lot. Again, stupid dad humor, but it gets the point across that even look at his posture compared to one of his other canine friends with who looks like they overdosed on no acetal i'll are, just are, let that one are, sit are you kidding me do you you do something with your dog that gets him to, to do that or is that just a fat dog versus a good in shape dog no uh yes my dog <laughs> is um my dog just like my kid has been given the unfair advantage of moving correctly because we do things like go in and out of chairs 
um, in the dining room. I'll get on the ground and he'll come at me, stuff like that. Do I have any proof of this? Zero. Um, but the picture is just beautiful and people yeah, love dogs. That's <laughs> great. Hey, Brian, thank you so much, man. And we'll be definitely keeping in touch with you. Okay, buddy. Thanks for your time, everybody. All right. All right take care.